Oh, in another episode of Sweet Gravy, and it's just you and I today, Carmen, and that's why we get to play the extra long version of the opening song. Oh, you like that, huh? Oh, I do. I love Way Oh, it's so good, Carmen. I love it. I want to hear it every day. Yeah, Angelo Moore is your favorite? No, I wouldn't say he's my favorite, but he's would, up there. I wouldn't say he's anyone's favorite, Kirk. No, I, I actually, when I did see him at Stubbs in Austin, Texas uh, in 2017, um, he he was playing, so Ween has a drummer, his name's Claude Coleman Jr., and he plays the drums for Angelo Moore and the Brand New Step, right? And they were playing, they were playing a show after Ween was playing. They did the same thing in Vegas. But I'm I'm waiting for the show to start, and I go to these two dudes. I was like, "Oh, did you watch the Ween show too?" And these two guys were like, "No, who, who's Ween?" They didn't even know who they were, even though they played the whole like amphitheater in in Stubbs in Austin, right? In Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. And they played the whole amphitheater, and these guys were like, we don't even know who that is. We came here to see Angelo Moore because he's in my favorite band, Fishbone. The crazy part about it is I think that Angelo Moore is a really talented guy, but I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. No, probably not. But, you know, he plays the theremin, which... Technically, shouldn't even be an instrument. No, but it is an <laughs> instrument. It's the best thing I've ever seen played played before. I've never seen anything like yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. So basically, it's an antenna on one end, and the way that you like shape your hands becomes the uh, the like the note that you're playing. Yeah. And the other hand is kind of like a little ring, and how close your hand to that ring on the other side of the theremin is the volume. So you're like going up and down with one hand to control the volume. On the other hand, you're like doing sign language to come up with notes. Yeah, and it I sounds think it's like amazing. it sounds like if you like well if you watch like the old like horror movies and stuff, it's like the mm-hmm. but it it sounds like a uh, a saw. Like when it whenever you see people play the saw, mm-hmm. like that's what it sounds like. I don't know. It's weird, but it's an interesting in- instrument mm-hmm. and I've I don't see. I, I don't think I've ever seen one until you showed me Angelo Moore playing it. I think that yeah. is really fucking cool that he can do that. Well, whether you're watching Fishbone or or Angelo Moore in the brand new step, and you're watching Angelo Moore, he's either playing the theremin and then he's running over to a keyboard. He's playing some keyboards, and he's got that. He's got a saxophone strapped to his back, and you don't never know when he's gonna flip it up and start. Playing the playing the uh, saxophone too, so he's got he's got three different parts going through his head at the same time. 
Yeah. Oh. Well, let me backtrack a little bit. I say that Angelo Moore is no one's favorite. And the reason I say that is because this day and age is focused on what are you doing for me now? Yeah, right. And now. because he's not mainstream and he's not the guy who's uh going viral on Facebook or going viral on YouTube and things like that, a lot of people don't know about the new music that he's making. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of fans of Fishbone that don't know that Angela Moore is still making music, especially right now. That or is... there's no new fans if if that makes any sense. No, totally, I get it. Uh I was actually uh uh, guests that we've actually had on the show, Alex from Let's Get Logical, uh, he I asked him if he knew who Angelo Moore was, and he was like, "Yeah, I love the guy." And I was like, "Have you heard?" It? And I started sending him like videos of what he and he's like, "No, how did I not know about this?" Yeah, because it's so like underground, and you don't really like know what's going on unless you're in the know. If if I didn't go to Las Vegas to go see Ween, those three nights that I did, and they wouldn't have told us that they were playing at the Sand Dollar, you know, Angela Moore and the Brand New Step. I would have never known about known Angela about Angela Moore. And to second that, I probably wouldn't have looked him up once it was all over if I didn't look at him and say, shit, if it's going to be as he's playing music. I said, I look at him. He's on the stage. He's like, shit. If it's going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. And he looked at me and he said, yes, the mashed potatoes. If he didn't do that. And I was there with Barnsey from the episode Barnsey Hustles Harder. Mm-hmm. I, and if he didn't do that, I never would have looked into him. But he did. We made that connection. Yeah. And now he's got a song for us. And you also took that gross-ass picture with him. Yeah. Poor Angelo Moore. Yeah, that was in Austin. <laughs> Sweaty. It's It's like two in the morning. I'm just soaking, glistening with yeah, sweat. Yeah, because even at 2 in the morning in Austin, it's yeah, still it's so 100 hot. goddamn degrees. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. Like, we were, we're thinking about the next place that we're going to move to. And some places, you're like, it's too hot. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the weird thing is, it's like, that's like, if there was just a place in America that was 68 degrees all year round, no, I need a little more. If you're out there, I need there a seventy-five. And, nah, you, you can wear a hoodie. I want a seventy-five. <laughs> seventy-five. Okay. If if there's a place out there that's sixty-five degrees year-round, somebody let us know. Seventy-five. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> if there's a place that's sixty-five degrees year-round, let us know. Yeah, this is something that we discuss a lot. Kirk is always hot. I am, and I'm always cold. Mm-hmm. And we have not found that middle ground yet. I don't think we ever will. No. We have a fan and a heater in our bedroom, and mm-hmm. Kirk will turn <laughs> on a fan, and then I'll turn on a heater. And then there's going to be a rainstorm that yeah. happens right <laughs> above our pillows for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Starting yeah. up a cold front. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking tornado yeah. inside of our bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's pretty funny. I think... uh I don't know. I think that's maybe a guy thing. Some guys are cold, but I think most guys are typically warmer. Mm-hmm. Well, when we first moved to Maine, I had a job where I was working out outside. Mm-hmm. I was working outside year-round. It didn't yeah. matter what the temperature was. didn't matter what the weather was. You were outside. I hated it. Well, you weren't doing the work. I know, but it's like naked and afraid. So uh-huh. if you got clothes on, you're right. out in the elements all day. Yeah. Well- 
I could deal with the winter unless it got below eight degrees. That yeah. was kind of like my cap. But I could wear, you know, some nice stickies work pants and not need like the thermals. I'd be all right, you know. Sometimes sometimes I had to write do some paperwork. So I had to like heat up my hand and, you know, grab the exhaust or something. You know, just get some warmth in there. But typically I was warm. You know, I just run hot. Yeah, you just naturally That's run just the hot. way that it is. So I don't know. Yeah. But you are not. I'm you, always cold. You're wearing a hoodie in a hundred and eight degree weather. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel naked without my hoodie on. Right. I don't know why, but I just like hoodies. I should have told the um, the lady at work that I like hoodies. Uh-huh. So we are um, doing a whole Secret Santa thing right now at my at your job? job. Oh, no. And I'm pretty excited about it. Right. But it's not a secret. Everyone mean? told each other who they had. They could not keep it a secret. This is not the time. This is not the day and age for secrets. Everybody uh-huh. telling everything. Everybody's going on Facebook or Instagram and they're like, guess who I got for Secret Santa? No, no, this didn't even. See, that's the thing. I don't, anybody that I work with, I don't befriend them on Facebook. Because they're not going to be looking at my shit, seeing what I'm saying or what I'm doing or my friends or anything. Mm-hmm. I, I do not allow people that I work with to be my friends on Facebook. After I leave that job, we can be friends. During that job, no, we cannot be friends. But, yeah, um, at my job right now, everyone's super excited about the Secret Santa, but everybody know who everybody got. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a secret for some people. Do you know who has you? Yeah, the girl told me. What? <laughs> she told me yesterday. She told me two days ago. What did she say? She said, uh, did that kid, I won't say that kid's name, but did that kid tell you um, who I got? And I said, no, he didn't tell me. And she said, well, he's going to tell you anyways. I got you. Mm-hmm. I was like, he didn't even tell me. Right. <laughs> she just couldn't keep it a secret. Right. She was hoping that he told me. Like, she just wanted me, wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. So. So she's reading my paper to me. So she kind of fucked up my secret, Santa. I wanted it to be a secret. Right. And she told me. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of fucking screwed it up for me already. Yeah. So Because that not that part of the game? Like, aren't you supposed to, like, guess who it was? It's supposed something? to. No, you're not supposed to guess who it was. No? You just It's just supposed to be a secret until the day of. Mm-hmm. Typically, you find out who have you because that person will give you the gift or you'll get the gift and they'll say from such and such to this person. Right. But you don't know until the day you get the gift. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. That's the secret. Mm-hmm. So when's the exchange? And that's the other thing. They're doing There's a, no date? No. They're doing an exchange the week of Christmas and uh-huh. they're just going to probably set up a table and everybody put the gifts on there the week of Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then you just go and check the table periodically to see if your gift is on there. Like, oh, no, my gift is here. Oh, my God. And I didn't give mine yet. Like, uh-huh. it's fucking weird. Right. But we're not kids anymore, so we're adults doing Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. So I guess it, it's not like a Christmas morning right. when you're a child. Yeah. I think we did, we did like, a, a Secret Santa thing maybe when I was, like, really young. And at the time I was into, like, Star Wars, like, action figures and stuff mm-hmm. and this kid he gave me uh princess leia 
<laughs> he gave me a Princess Leia like, you know, a toy, and and I brought it home, and I was like, why would he give me a Princess Leia? That's weird. And my mom was like, oh, he was probably looking at all of them because you know you go to like a Walmart or like well that was basically the only a KB Toys at the mall or something. There was basically an, a a whole wall dedicated to the Star Wars stuff. Probably still is today. I don't know. Got to check that out. And she said, you know, he's probably looking at the at the wall, and that was the only one he knew you didn't have. No, he was probably looking at the wall, and he enjoyed Princess Leia. So you think he that's picked what it was it for you? Oh, maybe. Yeah, when kids pick toys, typically they pick a toy that they like for you. They pick the stuff that they want. Right. Right. And they give it to you mm-hmm. because how else do you pick as a kid? I never did that. Do you pick gifts that you don't like for other yeah. people? Yeah, because that way I don't I'm not filled with the envy. You know? Oh, I never thought about that. <laughs> I don't got that in me. But you know my um my situation with the Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. It scarred me for life. I've had a hard time with it since yeah, I've explain been a child. That a little bit. So we moved um to the area that we grew up in. So pretty much I moved out of Brightmoor in Detroit, which everyone knows is kind of a ratchet, shitty area, kind of like the hood. We moved up like the Jeffersons to a better neighborhood when I turned 10. So I switched schools. And when I got to fifth grade at this new school that I was in, I was the new kid. And I had a white turtleneck shirt, blue pants, the typical uniform clothes, and I had these super shiny shoes. They look like tap shoes. Look at them shine. Yeah, it's funny because my dad, my dad has such a hard time with us. He take us to get shoes and like, I'm like I want the shiny ones, and he probably like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. But he bought them for me, and I go to school with these shiny shoes, and I'm the new kid, and all the kids fought over me like a new toy. Like I'm gonna be her friend. No, I'm gonna be her friend. Mm-hmm. So we did Secret Santa, and this kid, I'll say his name. His name was Anthony. Fucking asshole. He got mine, and he was a little fucking poor kid. And he got my name, and he bought me a $2 thing of perfume. And now, mind you, the gift limit was 5 to $10. The uh-huh. gift limit was like a limit of 5 or 10 bucks. Right. So they're expecting the parents to participate and, like, buy that yeah. gift. Well, no. His poor-ass mom spent $2. Mm-hmm. Probably a dollar and some change at the dollar store. The dollar store right around the house from, right around the corner from my house. So I even knew the aisle he got the fucking gift from. And then he gave me this dollar perfume, and he said, "Put it on now. You stink." <laughs> he said, "You stink." I wasn't even old enough to stink. Huh? Little kids can smell bad. Little kids don't smell bad. Yes, they do. No, you don't start getting body odor until well, it like middle have to be school. Body odor? It could just be. No, we wasn't dirty kids. I don't he know. was the poor one. He got a fucking two dollar <laughs> bottle of fucking perfume. What? I my mom got me a good gift to give the kid that I had. Oh yeah. What and did his you give mom. Out? What did you give out that year? I can't remember. I was so mortified because I got this fucking dollar perfume bottle. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so that was the first time somebody told you that you stink. Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Okay. No one tells me I stink. I don't stink. Even today? No. Oh, okay. You think I stink? Nah. So, well, sometimes when you come home from work, you... You got me fucked up. Huh? Everybody <laughs> smells. No! No? 
You <laughs> now we cut this part out because you got me all the way. What? Up. I don't ever fucking stink. No. No, I take showers and I use Secret. Oh, Secret. Secret and cocoa but butter. You so also, everybody knows. But you also say that Secret tells your secrets. Not my secret. <laughs> oh, Shit. okay. You got the special secret. I think I got, I don't know. I'm not going back and forth with you. You got uh -huh. me fucked up right Why? now. Why? Because I don't ever stink. Yeah, okay. Anybody who know me know Carmen do not walk up in that bitch stinking. No? No, that's crazy. Okay. Adults should not stink. Uh-huh. You should have self-control and you should clean yourself. Right. Daily. But either way, you're fucking up my story by pissing oh, me bad. off. My bad. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Continue the joke. This rude ass fucking kid mm -hmm. gives me this perfume. How and old tells was he? Me he was 10. Okay. Maybe 11. He probably yeah. failed. Yeah. You can be rude at 11. Yeah. I don't know how old he was, but he was fucking, he was poor. So he probably failed a grade. <laughs> okay. His oh. parents only had a dollar. So I'm just saying, I don't know how old His he was. His parents had a dollar for you. <laughs> right. Right. My mom had more money for the other kids. So what? You know what? This girl named Charlena, you know what she got? What did she get? A Casio keyboard in the fifth grade. Oh, no. I was so fucking pissed off. From the Secret Santa? Yes. Oh, wow. A brand new Casio keyboard in a box and everything. An XL150 or what? I don't fucking know. Whatever was in the fifth grade. Uh-huh. Whatever was popular. She got wow. the knife. Her parents... That kid's parents bought her a fucking brand new keyboard. To give to somebody else? No, that's what she, whoever had Oh, so had it wasn't her, for the Secret Santa. No, that Wait. was her gift. Uh-huh. That's who she got from her Secret Santa. Right. And she got a keyboard and I got a $2 perfume. <laughs> I was like, fuck this shit, man. I was like, it was, I was mortified. Uh-huh. And then this kid I saw when I was about 13, he came to my door, knocked on my door. I looked through the... The peephole. And he had a Casio keyboard? No. Oh. No, they had a dollar, I told you. Oh. oh. His parents it was had the same a dollar. Kid? This kid that gave me this dollar perfume okay. comes two, to my two house. Two years later. Because he's 13 Three now? years later. Oh, well, I don't know how old he was. I just assumed he failed a, grow oh. a grade because he was a fucking asshole. Okay. So he must not have been that fucking smart. <laughs> so, yeah, he a few years later, he comes to my house. I look through the people and I see him. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, look at who we have here. Open my door. And he didn't see my face at first because I opened up the door so quick. And he's like, hey, can I cut your grass? I'm like, oh, you like to cut my grass, huh, bitch? Oh, you want to cut my grass? I don't like you. You were fucking mean to me in fifth grade. Uh -huh. why, would I, why would I let you cut my grass? Right. And he was like, he laughed and he was like, I'm sorry, but you were new, and my best friend liked you, and I liked you, and I couldn't be mean to my best friend, so I was mean to you. Right. So I'm fucking. So it was, he was actually not being rude. He was okay. actually being, being an asshole. a good friend. Not to, to me. To his friend. All right. So you can't cut my grass. Right. You don't get no money. Uh huh. Go ask your fucking poor ass parents that bought me this dollar ass perfume, or you probably stole it. They probably stole it from the dollar store. Don't say that. You That's don't what know. I think. You don't know the struggle his parents had to go through. All right, that ain't my fault. Uh huh. Don't have kids if you that damn struggling. Well, I don't know. That's a bit harsh. I'm sorry, but I'm traumatized right now. You traumatized because he said that you stink. Yeah. Well, you, well you, and now you, know. you piggybacking off of it. You saying <laughs> I stink? It's just creating this whole fucking shit storm well, I'm just of saying, stinking I don't, people. I don't know. I don't know. That was. That was 20 years ago, Carmen. Who knows what you smelled like back then? Dude, I smell like a child. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> okay. 
Okay. Children typically don't stink until a certain age. Yeah. Like, can you imagine a five-year-old stinking? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Like, That's not even normal. If a if a child like walks by and like, what the fuck? He's musty he and he's six. No, that's that, not normal. That little six-year-old stinks. No, you don't get all yeah. that shit yet. Like, mm-hmm. you don't got body hair, really. Right. I mean, no, it's like no, not at it's all. like rare for a kid to stink at right. that age. And they won't smell like body odor. They'll smell like dirty clothes or something. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Right. But you think my mom sent me to school with dirty clothes on? No, I had shiny shoes, bright white socks. I looked great. Mm-hmm. I smelled great. My hair was super long, and they wanted to all be my friend. I got bullied. The class bully? She made me be her pen pal, too. Yeah? Yeah. You wrote her letters? Yeah, she said. Did you put a little bit of perfume on it <laughs> when you sent it? <laughs> she said, if you don't be my pen pal, I'm going to beat you up. What? And she really was like 13. She had failed like three times. Mm-hmm. So I had to be her pen pal. That's harsh. Yeah. And she couldn't spell. Mm-hmm. So I had to read between a broken spelling to figure out what she was saying and then send her a letter back. And I think she even made me help Did her. Did you with send her. the letter back with corrections on it? No, I was going to get beat up the next day. Maybe Hell she no. would have helped you out. Maybe she would have been like, wow, she's helping me. I'll help her. Kids don't think that way at that age. Maybe now. I think kids are more advanced now than they were when we were younger. We didn't have the access to Facebook and social media the way that kids do now. No. So kids are exposed to more. They learn more at a younger age. When we were younger, it wasn't all that. I remember our computer... I remember being maybe like eight, nine, mm-hmm. maybe ten. Right. When we got our first computer, and it was like a big deal. Right. Oh wow! Look at this computer. At this like computer. it was cool. Yeah. It was like a fucking old Windows. Mm-hmm. Took forever to load. You know what I mean? Yeah. Windows ninety five. Yeah. The internet dial up, so you answer the phone, and it's like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just yelling at you. Mm-hmm. So now, um. Like, I have an eight-year-old brother, and he has a smartphone. His phone is better than mine. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be honest. You, he, he probably has had that phone longer than you've had your phone. So, can we get into what's going on with your phone? What do you mean? How somebody put some egg inside of their phone? Did we talk about this with Haley? I think a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I, got- um. I was making breakfast, and I cracked the egg, and my phone was, like, blaring. Like, the speaker Uh was blaring. I was watching a Breakfast Club or Hollywood Unlocked or one of those podcasts or something. And it was super loud, and then it started to get low. And I was like... The phone just started to get quiet. It started... Just the volume started to lower, get Uh lower and lower, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I looked, and it was egg on top of my phone. There's egg on top of the phone. It was in the speaker. In the speaker? Mm -hmm. Like, where you put your ear? Yeah. And it was just. It had already seeped in there. It's going in there. Yeah, because I cracked the egg like three minutes before the volume started to go down. Uh-huh. So the egg took like three minutes to seep into the speaker and like fuck it up. Is that the only speaker on your phone? No, but that's the one that plays music, like plays uh, videos. Because I have a phone and it has a second a second speaker. I'm sorry. I got a Metro. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Metro. But you're happy with your service? Um, I think it's uh pretty simple. Mm-hmm. 
You just pay and keep going. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I like the Metro because they always offer upgrades. And typically the upgrade period is shorter than like a T-Mobile or somewhere like that. But uh, how many phones have you gone through in the past three years? Like five. Five phones? Four, maybe. Four? Four? Uh, yeah, I have them in a box under the bed. A whole box of bad phones? Yeah, it's like three. I think this may be the fifth one uh-huh. since we, maybe the sixth one since we've met. Right. So, yeah. But you're you're okay with that? Well, it's not because it's Metro. It's because cause of my doing. Okay. You don't think that Metro might get like the, you know how you go into like a, uh, like a Marshall's? And the, they sell like the same clothes as like other stores, but they're just like a little off. Those Levi jeans, they don't like zip up like all the way, like get stuck like on the halfway point, you know? What you trying to say? And well, you you know how like sometimes you might get like a shirt there, and it's got like a you take it home, and you're like, wow, I'm really happy with this shirt. But then there's like a little like blue like splotch like right on like like where the cuff is, you know, on the sleeve. You know what I'm talking about? Like at a I know TJ what you're Max talking about, but this is not the same situation. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you this: If you took your phone right now uh-huh. and you dropped it in the sink, would it work? Yeah. Well, I can't do that. If I drop my phone I, in the that's sink, what, that's it's my fucking point. screwed. Yeah. That's most phones, Kirk. Okay. You can't just drop your... And I even put it in rice. Mm-hmm. And that didn't work. The rice yeah, got stuck I, inside I think, the battery. Uh, rice works on, like, fluids, not really, like, egg. Like no, but chicken. it don't... But it's... What I'm saying is, it's not the phone that's fucked up. It's what <laughs> it's I'm you. doing to it. Oh, it's you. Like, okay. for example, you remember we were at the snug? Uh-huh. And what that happened? guy found my phone in the snow. I dropped it outside of the snow. Didn't you drop it uh, in the on, snow? But he gave it to you like the next day. No, I went back to the snug the next day. I got in touch with Kiki. Mm-hmm. Or you, I think you got. Yeah, in you touch had to go her. back the next day. You didn't even get it back that day. Right. Yeah, you had come home without the phone. Without the phone. Right. And you're like, oh no, where's my phone? But we live in Maine, and people are a little more honest. Yeah, we well, honest folk here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Somebody picked my phone up, and they were nice enough to bring it into the bar and give it to the bartender, and I was able to pick it up. But that phone could have easily been completely fucked because I left it in the snow. Mm-hmm. If he didn't pick that up in time, it would have been screwed. Right. And that's for me dropping it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's not it's not Metro. It's my fucking You're doing. You're doing yeah. Okay. Yeah, the egg was oh, me. My bad. I cracked the I, egg on the phone. I, I, all the all the Metro P, P, P what what's it called? Metro PCS. Metro PCS people. I I I'm, I apologize for my yeah. Comments. You need to I apologize understand. because you I understand sound like that how it's I sound. I understand that it's Carmen and it's her fault and she's to blame and sometimes she smells and it's okay. We'll we'll be all right. You sound like how I sound shaming that boy for his parents <laughs> being poor and buying a dollar perfume. Yeah, how can he help it? He can't help his parents' financial situation. That's crazy. He leaves a little boy alone. You should be happy he got you something. Yeah, but if, if your family is poor and you only can afford this, which you probably stole it, don't insult me on top of it. <laughs> You're the fucking insult. And yeah. see what he lucky about is that I wasn't as quick with my tongue as I am now. Oh, because yeah. I'd have been like, bitch, your family can afford nothing but this $2 perfume and you're going to say I fucking stink? Uh-huh. You fucking stink, you poor bitch. <laughs> but 
I was quiet then. Right. That was before you were, Carmen you emerged. Were, you were a good girl. Definitely. Yeah. I didn't start getting the way I am till about 13. Right. Then I start coming into myself and stop taking shit from people. Oh, is that how you describe it? Yeah. It's like at 13, you're like, I'm done taking shit from people. Yeah. Maybe it was high school. High school was such a wake-up call for me. It was mm-hmm. uh, such a crazy experience not being around that. Going from middle school to high school for me was a large jump mm-hmm. because in middle school I was with a lot of my elementary school friends. Right. So going to high school was just a – my high school was way different. Mm-hmm. So it was just a experience. Right. It was a really big jump from, like, this innocent little middle school to this, like, high school. is like, oh, you in the big leagues now. Mm-hmm. So – yeah, it's definitely a weird thing to change environments like that. I, I, I went from a class of like twelve people, you know, when I was in the fifth grade, to then I moved to a different part of the country, and then I have like a class of over a hundred people, and that was just mind blowing. I didn't adjust very well. It took me a few years to actually like catch my grip on that because you know you're used to just this little compact little thing you know and then i'm in a class filled with people that was like the whole it was larger than the school that i was in right it was a lot so yeah that had to be a big adjustment Mm -hmm. just from just a number of people was a big adjustment right and they were different they were different kinds of people you know Mm -hmm. like they're all like regional where when i was younger it was kind of Everybody was a stranger because we were we were Navy brats, you know? Right. Nobody, everybody was new at some point. Yeah. So, but here there are people that were living together their whole life, you know? Right. And, and now, now you're coming into this now new I'm coming environment, into this with, environment these and with these people. Yeah, it was really strange. I think it's, um, I think it's good to have that conversation because people don't, Think about kids that parents are in the Navy or the military and how they their school environment is. Mm-hmm. It's something that's forgotten. Like, if you are in school, I think the majority of people, they go from elementary, their elementary transfers over to that middle school. Mm-hmm. Not all kids, but a lot of the kids from elementary go to middle, and then you go to your local high school, and then it kind of just, just moves like that right. for a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. But... To be a Navy brat and live on a base, and I was in the military, so there was a lot of kids that lived on a base. Right. And I never stopped to think about their school experience. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's that's different. That's crazy. hmm Well, it made you interesting. Sure. It had to have something to do with, with uh, how interesting you are right now. Nah, I don't think so. No? Nah. Well, you know what I want to get into? What? I want to get into, I feel like we're the only couple that I know that argue at the drive-thru, <laughs> that argue at fast food restaurants. Why are we constantly getting into fights? I wouldn't call them arguments. Not arguments. They're just, I think that they're, that's a poor, poor phrase. You make me angry. Yeah, you make me angry too. See, what do you call that? <laughs> I don't know. That's an angry disagreement. So let's, okay, yeah. We could talk about this, sure. This, uh, this I think only you really wrong. happened the one time, though. Nope. 
It has, has happened more than once? Yeah, you're making me angry a lot okay. of times. Well, the situation that I remember is we were going to Taco Bell. And we're ordering the food. And look at the look at the screen. I didn't look at the screen didn't work. Okay, so we put in our order and the woman on the on the speaker she says is everything on <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Tell your tell your virgin and then I'll tell my virgin. Uh, okay, so she says, "Is everything on the screen correct?" And I look at the screen, but the screen's not working. <laughs> and there's nothing on the screen, right? And I say, "Yeah." <laughs> so I'm already fuming at that point. Yeah, you're already point. mad about that. And I'm like, "Oh, man, this is going to be a conversation later. I know it." You know, and then we pull up to the thing and they give us the food. Now, uh due to all the COVID stuff, what they do is they have they have like the bag is stapled and it's got a sticker on it and, you know, they hand us the stuff and I just drive away. And you look at me with side-eyed and you're like, how how did you and then you s- search through all the stuff and none of none of my food was in it <laughs> none of the stuff that i had ordered was in it but i had already dro- driven away uh because i didn't i didn't care to look inside of the bag you know i was like oh, i'll trust them how it's taco bell how can they mess it's it up drive through 101 right but i didn't want to go through that process and so i didn't and then you're like, <laughs> I don't know what you're going to eat because there's no food in there. And you can't go back inside and say, because it, it, it's the, they won't let us inside due to the COVID restrictions. So we have to go back through the drive-thru, tell them what's going on. But, hey, we get a free taco out of it. Okay, no harm, so no I'll tell you my version of the story. I'll tell Mine you. Mine wasn't good enough? No, because that's not what happened. Okay. That's what happened, but you just gave a little small overview. Uh-huh. Um, okay. What Give me happened, some depth. Yeah, what happened yeah, was we drive up to the Taco Bell drive-thru. Uh-huh. The Taco Bell drive-thru is already a little bit weird because of the way the menu is positioned <laughs> the, in a way that the- The angle that you have to, like, pull in, you're you're looking at the speaker that you have to talk into- but the menu is behind it. So the speaker covers like a so you quarter can't actually, of the menu. You can't see the menu of what, what you want to order. Right. You have to kind of look over yeah. extra, like lean forward a lot to see the menu. So we're looking at this menu. I will say this. I am sometimes difficult when I order and sometimes I don't know what I want to order. It takes me a while. I'll give you that one. But... Mm-hmm. So when we go to a restaurant, Carmen always has to order second. It doesn't matter if it's a sit-down joint or, you know, something that we order at a counter. I have to order first. But if I already know what I want and I say I'll have the, I'll have the you know, Ancheritos. And then the waiter turns and looks at you. And you <laughs> go, oh. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'll give you that. But, so you never know what you want. It doesn't matter how long I give you. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. Okay. But at this Taco Bell, mm-hmm. this particular time, I ordered my tacos. Right. And then I wanted um, one Supreme, and then I wanted extra sour cream on the side. Mm-hmm. And you were already weird about that. Like, 
I gotta order extra sour cream on the side. No, like, I put, I said extra. You sour said cream. it, but you don't like to do that. I said sour cream on the taco, extra sour cream. And then the lady, on the side. then the lady says, "Look at the board, <laughs> yeah, to see if your order is correct." I look at the board just like Kirk. <laughs> And it's blank. And he said, yeah, it's fine. And I'm like, the order's not on there. How do you know if it's correct? You didn't even look at the board. Right. So that already pissed me off because, say, lady, there's nothing on the fucking board. What is, do you have the entire order? It takes uh-huh. two seconds to say that. Right. So then we pull around to this window. And the lady gives us the bag. And like Kirk said, because of COVID restrictions, the bag is sealed. They hand you your drink out, like, with this cardboard piece. And number one rule, and Kirk knows this, let me check the fucking bag before we pull off. No, he just zooms off real quick. (laughs) And then I look in the bag, half the shit ain't in the bag. Right. So now I'm fucking pissed. And Kirk's like, I'm not going back. It's just shitty tacos. We just fucking. Yeah, that's, that's my thing. Yeah, it's just Taco Bell. Like, just, it's not we, like a big first, Okay, deal. first off, offense number one, uh-huh. the screen was blank, and you said that the order was fine. Right. Offense number two, you didn't wait till I looked through the bag before <laughs> right. you pulled it off. Offense number three, you didn't want to go back for the shit we paid for. Absolutely not. Well, That's where I draw the line. Let's be honest. Whenever <laughs> we were at the window, she had asked if I wanted a receipt, and I said no. Oh, so third, <laughs> so, so if you offense. looked through the bag, <laughs> you would know if everything we ordered was in it anyway. Because I, I said knew no what to we, the I know what we ordered, and you know what? And then um, Kirk's like, "I don't want to go back through." Yeah, yeah, he gets, all, go he through, gets yeah. all weird. He doesn't yeah. want to go I've into stores enough. twice. Yeah. I've, he doesn't. I've dealt with it enough. Yeah, he went through it once uh-huh. and was already uncomfortable. Right. That's why he didn't tell the lady that the screen wasn't up because uh-huh. he didn't want to deal with that. Yeah. And then. You think we're going to pull off without these fucking tacos that we just drove here for? <laughs> no, you must go back. Uh-huh. And that's where I draw the line. I was going to open that door and get out that car <laughs> and walk through that fucking drive through line. <laughs> You're gonna walk I was fucking, it? I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. I was fucking pissed at that point. And so you go back through and the lady say, oh, I'm so sorry. And she give us all the stuff. Now, why the fuck was that so hard? Uh-huh. And then you look at me like, oh, my fucking God, you're so difficult. You get yeah. mad at me when you cause the issue. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I caused the issue. I might not have dealt with it right, but I wasn't the cause. She caused it, but uh-huh. what kind of you did? Because this, it started with the I screen didn't do being my, blank. I didn't do my due diligence to make sure that we would have received the goods that we paid for. You're correct. Right, but that's drive through 101. However... What difference does it make? It's just Taco Bell. I'll live without it. It'll be okay. Yeah, but what's the point of wasting our time then? I don't know. You were hungry. You got your food. We only really went there because of you. You're like, you. it was one of those mornings where you're like, feed me, feed me. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I got to get her some food or else she's going to say, feed me all night long. You know? No. So we also, after that, we went to McDonald's and... I ordered a sausage biscuit with egg and cheese. And you was like, why can't you just order a sausage, yeah. egg, and she, cheese biscuit? Yeah, she <laughs> says, I want the I want the sausage biscuit with egg and cheese. Yeah, why can't you just order a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit? I don't know. Why do I- <laughs> <laughs> and the woman was like, you want a sausage biscuit? And you were like, oh, with egg and cheese. And she was like, okay. And then she clicks it in. She puts in the egg, not the cheese. And then you're like, cheese. Like, why can't you just say a sausage, egg, and cheese McBis- McBiscuit? That's what they say, right? It's on the menu like that. 
<laughs> but no, you don't want the sausage, egg, and cheese McBiscuit. <laughs> you want the sausage biscuit with egg and cheese. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. All right, this is my whole thing, Kirk. You work at McDonald's. Uh-huh. If you can't fucking get a simple order right, right. If, yeah. if I order it out of order from how it's said on the menu and you mm-hmm. can't figure that out, then what else you going to do in life? Yeah, you I, can't even get the damn order at McDonald's I mean, right. I'm not going to McDonald's saying that I want a double cheeseburger with an extra piece of bread in the middle uh, with uh, 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 lettuce and onion and a, the special Big Mac sauce in there. Please, thank you. I'm not doing that. If That's you, weird. If you did that, they would know. And if they didn't know, then you need to go be and a they, housekeeper. They probably mess it up because you're being an asshole. That's but what you're not understanding is that's the way I've ordered it since I've been ordering from McDonald's. I know that's weird though. So I've never had an issue. This bitch was a little bit slow. <laughs> Don't say she was slow. She was. Nah. It's McDonald's. They if you deal can't with do... all those orders all day long. You, I you... got friends that work at McDonald's and they're the managers and they do a swell <laughs> okay. job. Never fuck my order up. Uh-huh. If you cannot get McDonald's and Taco Bell right. You need to be picking up trash on the side of the road. You need <laughs> to be doing mindless work. Work that's even more mindless than working at McDonald's. No, I think that's crazy. You drop the fries. The timer tell you when to pick them up. How much <laughs> fucking shit? God damn. You can't get this right? Yeah. Like, you need a high school diploma to work the register. It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. It just bothers me. Like, that's my biggest pet peeve. It's like... Dude, if I worked at McDonald's, I'd work that bitch in circles. Y'all all can go home. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. You would make them all go home? Ta-ta. Go home. Yeah, right. I handle it all. Yeah, right. You'd be <laughs> flipping out. You'd no. be like, oh, my God, I can't do this. I know. What am I, how How long do I cook the, the McFish? Do they have a McFish? What's it called? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. The fish sandwich? You just put it in the microwave. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure they got microwaves. Yeah, I I'm pretty sure they do too uh, i went to this place uh recently i won't say the name of it because i won't expose my friend but i went to this place and they put my food in the microwave uh-huh. it's like what is they doing right you don't even have a microwave at home mm-hmm. and then i order food and they microwave it you go to order oh somewhere my. you want this nice food and they microwave it? oh no How that's it oh i no. ain't coming back and i'm about to write a ain't bad review back, y'all got microwaves I, i'm gonna make a membership for yelp just to write the review yep yeah. I already got a membership with Yelp. Oh, you do? Yeah. I don't write reviews, though. Uh-huh. I just go in there to look at other people's reviews. Yeah, that's the thing. You can't really, like, you can see, like, the Google page of the Yelp reviews, but then if I want to go deep or, like, click the read more, they don't let me because I don't have a Yelp uh, Yeah, That's the reason account. why I ordered. Uh, I got I signed into Yelp so I could read some reviews, mm-hmm. which I don't do it often, but it might be a juicy review and I want to read the rest of it. Right. So that's why I created an account. Yeah. Um, you're but, like, you're like Priscilla T. She, she writes good reviews. Well, I've never, um, she got the juice. I've never written a review of a restaurant cause uh-huh. I just don't have the patience to, to go online and shit on someone's restaurant. It's one of those because things. Because you know, you're going to. No, that's not because you're not satisfied. That's not, that's not why. Whenever you go out to eat at a restaurant, you should go with the notion that it's, it may not be a good experience. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point of tipping. Right. If it's not a good experience, you give a shitty tip. To ensure prompt service, they say? I mean, you do good, you get a better tip. Uh-huh. It's incentive. Tipping is incentive, right? right? Yeah. So whenever you are going out to have someone else prepare your food and you're going out for an experience especially as many places as we go to. Right. Sometimes it may not be good. And that's that's what you have to expect when you go. 
especially if you know the restaurant industry. Sometimes they're shorthanded. They hire people that might not know what they're doing. There is a possibility that one day you may not get good service. Mm-hmm. But that's what you should expect when you're going out. Right. If you don't like it, cook at home. Mm-hmm. So if you have the option. You get what you get. You get what you get. That's what it is. So I'm never going to write a review about a restaurant, a rude review. But sometimes I do like to to read reviews at the restaurant I work at to mm-hmm. see what they say. It's crazy because actually recently I was helping with writing responses to reviews. Oh, no. Currently. And I didn't know what to say. You're like, thank you for your... No, I didn't really help. I didn't really know how to respond besides saying thank you to every single one. Mm-hmm. It's like it gets so repetitive. It's when right. you got a thousand views and you got to write responses to like a percentage of them, it's like how right. many times can you say thank you? You got to say it mm-hmm. in different ways. So I was like, sorry, I can't help with this one. This right. is not, I don't get paid enough for this shit. I'm not the review girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no. But um, I was definitely checking it out, and I don't think anything I came up with was good enough. I thought it was good, but then the girl was like, I already wrote that seven times. Uh-huh. I got to write something different. Like, girl, I don't even know what to tell you. She's like, She was like, I brought you in here to get creative and make something new. But like you said, how many ways can you say thank you? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a different. No, what did she say? I think she put something like um, somebody said like, Oh, you guys have one of the greatest roles in town. And she was like, Thank you. I agree we have one of the greatest roles in town. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, that sounds a little bit rude. That sounds weird. But she was like, I already said it 30 yeah. different ways. I'm trying to figure out different ways. Right. So, people who have that responsibility, it kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. You'll spend, because you have to do it. You have to do it. You'll right. spend 10 minutes on one thing just trying to word it the right, right. way. That's crazy. Yeah. Especially if. Um, English not your first language, mm-hmm. or you didn't pass English with a very good grade. Right. Like, ah, oh, god damn it! Right, you probably could have used that. You keep putting <laughs> commas at the end of all your sentences. Yeah, just put dot 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 dot. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you always tell me mm-hmm. when you text me poorly, and I text you poorly. Yeah. Oh, you on the road today, boy? <laughs> damn, <laughs> I stink. I text poorly. <laughs> tell me how you really feel. Oh. No, but I'll, I'll be like, oh, what does that mean? And you're like, you know what I mean, right? That's what you said. Tell me all the time. Because you do know what I mean. Uh, okay. Kurt. What? Context clues. Yeah, context clues. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. <laughs> you just want to be a fucking smartass yeah, all the time. You're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's cool. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you need to be put in your place, and I feel like, if I was with a guy who was different than you, I'd probably run over him. Mm-hmm. Unless he was like Ike Turner and just beat me up and right. I was scared of him. Mm-hmm. But I ain't going to be scared of nobody. I'd dump your ass. Right. You're right. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you have to sometimes be with a person that kind of matches you in the, in the opposite way sometimes. Right. So if I'm just going off and talking shit and you're just like, uh, enough. I said that in the first couple podcasts. No one's ever shut me up like that. No one's ever said while I'm ranting enough. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I kind of like it, but I don't like it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're interesting. Yeah. So are you. Yeah, I think we're a good combo. Always, always a good time. Yeah. Well, I think unless you have anything else, that this is uh, it's time to wrap it up. Well, we had some some really cool people on, some friends from our past on the podcast recently. Just wanted to say thank you to Zach, Johnny, Haley. Alex, Christina. Alex. Well, no, we've already said thank you to them. Oh, well, I thought we was going down a list. Oh. All right, well. Okay. Let's oh, just Alex, go. Alex, Christina, Cindy, Rob. Cindy with an Cindy S. Cindy with an S. Uh, Dan Nitskin. Uh, Dan Nitskin. Can't take the heat. Get out of the Nitskin. Barnsey. Barnsey. We've had a lot of great guests on. And Dave. Dave, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Dave was one of my favorite. Dave was, Dave was our first one. Yeah, number one. Numero uno. Yeah, Dave's a cool dude. I I liked his podcast a lot. Um and I want to go through it again and and maybe do additional episodes with a lot of the people that we've had on. I think we had some really good guests and really good conversations and we didn't get to talk to them as much as we wanted to. Yeah, you don't realize how fast the time goes as you're like talking to somebody else, you know? Mhm. Look down. When we were talking to Zach, he was like, he was like, man, I didn't realize we talked to Zach for over an hour, which has became with David. We couldn't do that because we had limitations of how long we could go. Now we record in a different way, so we can actually pretty much go as long as we want to. Yeah. Now we're recording in a more grandiose way. Yeah, grandiose way, pretty professional, and uh, so we didn't have that opportunity with David. But Zach was like, oh, I can't. He looked at his phone and he was like, I can't believe we talked that long. You know, Barnsley was the same way. He's like, I, I'm looking at my phone. We got over an hour. You know, it's great. And I also want to say definitely for uh, future guests, whoever we have on next, uh, that's exactly what it is. We have conversation. We have a good time. We just dis- discuss some cool things. And mm-hmm. it's just pretty much a fun time. It's, it's no pressure or anything. Yeah. But thank you to everyone who's done the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been fun and always is. Yeah. Well, if you guys have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.